0: Congratulations to Kamala Harris. She's the most unpopular vice president in history. <laughs> what is is what? What is up? This is, she beat out Dick Cheney. Isn't that crazy? I didn't think anyone could beat out Dick. But if uh, if anyone can beat Dick, it's Kamala Harris. What that sounded horrible. <laughs> uh, you know whatever. whatever. Yeah, they're all horrible people. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic, and I'm so I'm so glad you joined me here. Yeah, this is true. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to this story here. Well, you know what? We'll get we'll get to it real quick. Kamala Harris. Uh, an NBC News poll revealed she's the most unpopular vice president in history. The poll showed 49% of registered voters have a negative view of the 58-year-old compared to 32% in the positive. That's not all. Overall, Harris received a net negative rating of negative 17. It's the lowest net negative rating for a vice president in the history of the poll uh, went up against the last four vice presidents. Mike Pence had a negative four. Joe Biden was plus one. Dick Cheney was plus 23. And Al Gore was plus 15. I did not know that Dick Cheney was the most popular vice president of all the former vice presidents. You know, it's, and Al Gore uh, scored even lower, and that guy almost was president. That's really, really, anyway, but uh, throughout history, and, you know, a lot of, most people can't even, most people can't even name a lot of, you could probably name a lot of presidents, you know, Washington and Adams and, you know, Jefferson and Lincoln and Jackson and, you know, Kennedy and all that, but how many vice presidents do people actually, can they, that may actually have helped in Kamala's favor. They're like, who's the worst vice president in history? And maybe people could only remember two. Maybe they could only remember Joe Biden was vice president. Maybe they could only remember Mike Pence was vice president and, uh, and Dick Cheney. The short-term memory is probably not helping Kamala Harris. If people could remember some of the other vice presidents in history, like, oh, Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr shot and killed Alexander Hamilton, one of our founding fathers, the founder of the United States uh, Treasury. Aaron Burr, while Vice President, shot and killed a man, murdered one of his fellow statesmen, still more popular than Kamala Harris. <laughs> that's That's fantastic news. That's fantastic news for um well, for Aaron Burr. <laughs> oh, it's okay. But before we get into it, now today's Tuesday, and on Tuesday, we always say uh, Tuesday's reviews days. And I've noticed a lot of things going on with this podcast. Number one, there's been a huge uptick in listeners. I don't know what it is. I don't know if all of a sudden you guys are finally sharing this podcast like I've been begging you to do, or I'm sorry, asking you politely to do for the past couple months. I don't know if it's because Newsmax TV started promoting the podcast uh, every single week as well, but I don't know if it's just the content. You know, maybe it's just that people were like, you know what? This content is exciting. The last couple of shows have skyrocketed. We're almost, uh, we've almost broken the top 100 political podcasts on Apple iTunes, which we did once before. But we did it long ago before everybody and their mother had a podcast. We've been doing this. I've been doing this podcast for over a year now, almost a year and a half. And when I started it, there were like, you know, a handful of political podcasts. And it was easy. You get like, you know, a couple thousand downloads a day and you could break the top 10. Well, then all of a sudden the floodgates open and everybody and their mother started having a podcast. In fact, Hannah and her mother have a podcast, which proves my point exactly. So it got harder and harder, and even though we were getting more and more downloads, we were getting farther and farther down in the ratings. We'd be in the top 200, maybe the top 150, uh, but now we're really, we're really shooting back up there. And I, I, I'm, I'm setting my sights on the top 100. So anything you guys can do, listen to this podcast, make sure that you you continue to to um, subscribe to it so it's delivered to you every single day automatically, and then of course share because you know what I love. You know what I love is when somebody says to me, you know, I know you're a conservative. I know you like this kind of stuff. I know you like entertainment. I found something that's entertaining, informative, conservative. It's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you feel like you know what's going on in the world. I want you to listen to it. And then they send me a link to a podcast that I really like. I love that. So if you have friends that are like you or family members that are like you, they're going to really appreciate you sharing this podcast with them. Uh, And then, of course, leave me a review because every Tuesday we read some new reviews. We only have one new review today but I'm going to read it anyway. It's from you are loved. What a sweet user. Isn't that great? You, capital U, capital R, loved. You are loved uh, via Apple Podcasts. wrote laughing and crying five stars. Thank you for that. You're the best show. We love it. Can you write a woke folk too? (laughs) We gave your first one out for Christmas in 2021 to family and friends. They all wanted another this past Christmas, or something like it. Keep it up. Your show's great. Well, you are loved. Thank you so much. I do actually have a book idea for Christmas that I should probably start working on right now. Uh, my goal this year is to come up with all sorts of great content for you guys to enjoy. And a lot of books. Uh, we've got a lot of merchandise. The, the Don or Ron coin, which we, which we announced yesterday from the Patriot Mint um, I was uh, outstanding. I mean, it, it did the response to the Don or Ron is outstanding. And again, it's still in pre it's still in pre order. We don't, I don't even have the prototype to show you. It, it, people are scooping this thing up based on just this photo here. I'll show it again. And, um, and based on this photo, based on my description, Donald Trump caricatured on one side, Ron DeSantis on the other, each side declares them to be the primary winner. This is a coin designed for somebody who just can't make up their mind or maybe, you know, people are having trouble. I really love Ron DeSantis. I really love Donald Trump. They're very similar. I, one could probably beat the other, but could the other one beat Joe Biden? I just don't know what to do. You flip this coin, and all of a sudden you get Ron on one side, Don on the other, and it'll uh, it'll help you make that decision. And then of course you could go, eh, you know, like maybe maybe you're leaning Trump, and you flip it, and you get Ron, and you can go, eh, best two out of three. <laughs> and if nothing else, it's a great collectible. It's a beautiful coin when it's uh, when it's going to be completed and it's a great collect- collectible. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have it on me at all times, and then once it's once it's decided, once we know who the primary winner is, I'm going to get a little stand, and I'm just going to set it up there so that the other side is to the wall, and we know Donald Trump is the primary winner, or Ron DeSantis is the primary winner, and I'm going to keep it in my collection that way. But if you love challenge coins, if you love whimsical, cool, uh, creative, conservative gifts, go to donorroncoin.com and get one because this first edition limited run is going to sell out pretty quick. Don or Roncoin.com go there today and thank you you are loved for uh, thank you you are loved for that lovely review. We'll do that every Tuesday on Tuesdays reviews days. All right, let's get to some of the news here. Something happened yesterday and I don't know I think it was supposed to be a joke. I think it was supposed to be a joke. It came out of Joe Biden's mouth and pretty much everything out of Joe Biden's mouth is a joke. But this one, I, I couldn't really understand. Joe Biden was um, basically, he was at this, uh, he was at this dinner, he was at, sitting there hanging out and he's at the, uh, he's, he's at the White House and he's hanging out with, you know, these important people uh, and prime ministers and world leaders and, you know, folks from industrialized countries that we really need their support with because China is going to, um uh, you know, China's gonna basically be taking over the world soon. Um, this was last week, okay? This was last week. He was with the Prime Minister of India and a couple of others. He's sitting around a table and this video was just released, I guess, yesterday. Listen to this, listen to this. And uh, here's what he said at this meeting. This is President Joe Biden. I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. Okay. So Joe Biden, while sitting with world leaders, <laughs> says, hey, guys, uh, I started without you. I sold a lot of state secrets. Uh, I sold a lot of state secrets and very important things. Now, I believe this was meant to be a joke. However, I think much like bringing Hunter Biden to the, uh, the state dinner with the PM, It was a it was a poorly timed joke and also not that funny. You've got Donald Trump embroiled in his 37 count indictment for stealing top secret documents. You've got Joe Biden being investigated, we believe, but probably not really by a special counsel in Delaware because he had top secret documents in Chinatown. He had top secret documents in his garage. He had top secret documents at the University of Delaware. He's got top secret documents probably on him at the moment. And that's another interesting uh, fact. Plus, there's this whistleblower report from the IRS that Joe Biden and his son Hunter have been bribing and blackmailing and strong arming people from all over the world, notably a Chinese Communist Party member named Henry Zhao and saying, you got to give us money or else or else we're going to use our power. All the power my father has as the vice president, all his connections. We're going to destroy you. You'll never work in this town again. Send us the money and then bada bing, bada boom. They got the money. Uh, So all of these allegations are swirling, all of this negative publicity for Joe Biden regarding his international escapades and his international business dealings and, you know, peddling influence and selling, selling influence to the highest levels of government. And he rolls in with a, hey, guys, this is funny. (laughs) I've been selling state secrets while you were out of the room. And again, I just don't know. I just don't know that it was the best timing for said joke. I mean, Joe Biden's jokes are never really funny. They're never really, I mean, he always, and his timing is horrible. Do you remember when he came down? Uh, do you remember when there was that mass shooting in Nashville and he came down and instead of mentioning it, he started talking about all the Jenny's ice cream he had in the fridge. You know, uh, kids and students were, were, were freaking out. And again, um, a, an LGBTQ shooter or a transgender shooter came into the school and started killing at random because they were Christian kids in an upscale suburb, left a manifesto, which we still haven't been able to read by the way. And, uh, and Joe Biden comes out and goes, hey, I, came to, I heard there was ice cream here. I got a, I got. A, I love ice cream. You know what? I got Jenny's ice cream. I had a whole fridge full of it. I'm not kidding. Which always begs the question, if you have a whole fridge full of Jenny's ice cream upstairs, why would you come downstairs? Because you heard there was more Jenny's ice cream? Kind of sick, freak, weirdo, ice cream addict, are you? You yeah, crazy old man. Anyway, um, so that happened yesterday. Now, again, this is on the heels of multiple investigations into Joe Biden, and then he pulls this stunt at the prime minister of India's state dinner. Now, a state dinner is a big deal. It doesn't happen all the time, but when it does happen, it's a pretty big deal, and everyone in Washington wants to go. The cabinet is expected to be there, and the first lady, and uh, there's a lot of senators, mostly Democrats, and uh, Congress people, mostly Democrats, who are invited. You know, Washington's elite are invited to come to the state dinner at the White House, and it's a very posh event. People wear tuxedos, and the prime minister of India is the guest of honor, yada, yada, yada. Well, Hunter Biden, <laughs> hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take a sip of my, uh, I gotta take a sip of my coffee here for this one. Hang on one second. Here we go. Ready? Mm. So Hunter Biden on Monday was indicted or um, was brought, was charged basically with three counts uh, of federal Lawlessness. Two were misdemeanors for evading taxes and not reporting his taxes in a timely income in two two, uh, consecutive years, two consecutive tax periods. And the third one was a gun charge, which he won't have to plead guilty to um, because there's going to be a pretrial diversion. Uh, But that's it. He he illegally bought a gun while being addicted to crack cocaine. He lied on a federal gun form. He didn't file his taxes one year, and then the next year, guess what? Oh yeah, I didn't file my taxes again. Three federal charges. Three indictments, three guilty pleas is what he said he would plead to. So on Monday, he pleads guilty to three federal charges that were handed down by uh, the Department of Justice, a, a.k.a. Merrick Garland. Now you may remember this was a huge uproar because he didn't get any jail time, and all these celebrities who've been arrested, by the way, for the same thing, Kodak Black, were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Kodak Black's attorney is a famous rap star. If you don't know, Kodak Black's attorney was like, "Yo, my dude." did the same thing, put the wrong social security number on a gun application. We don't know if it was by accident or on purpose. My dude put the wrong social security number on a federal gun application, wasn't addicted to crack cocaine at the time, and he's doing prison time. He's in there for 40 months, 40 months in prison for putting a wrong number on a tax form. Hunter Biden is a a known self-proclaimed crack addict, lies on the federal form about being a crack addict, also has his girlfriend throw the gun away in a dumpster by a um, by a grocery store near a school because she's terrified for her life asks the secret service to help him clean it up and he doesn't even get he doesn't even get anything he doesn't get a single day in prison not to mention the tax evasion charges you know how many criminals there are in, in prison right now for income tax evasion so many. there are prisons full white collar prisons are full of income tax evading sobs and they're all there because the DOJ went after them and prosecuted them and said, hey, here's the Dilio. Here's you guys owe us money and we you didn't pay it. So we're going to throw you in jail. Uh, and this is all this is all kind of shows that the DOJ that has a different tier of justice, a different a different, I guess you would say, expectation for Democrats than it does for Republicans. If you're a Republican and you wander up to the Capitol building on January 6th, you're going to go to jail for four years if you're a Democrat and you lie on a gun form or don't pay your taxes, you get to plead guilty and go home. And then guess what happens four days later? You get invited to the White House for a state dinner. And this is where it really gets bad. This is where it really, really kind of gets bad. At this state dinner, Joe Biden, of course, was there and his cabinet was there. And one of the members of his cabinet is the attorney general of the United States, a gentleman by the name of Merrick Garland, who we hope very soon will be impeached by the House of Representatives. And Merrick Garland, being the head of the DOJ, is the guy who's in charge of the three federal indictments that Hunter Biden is going to plead guilty to. And once he pleads guilty, he'll basically be off scot-free. And four days after that happened, Merrick Garland and Hunter Biden were yucking it up and hobnobbing and chilling with some champagne and some caviar at the state dinner, which means... If you think that the Democrats have this little club where they just protect each other and get along with each other and hobnobby with each other, you're right. Because the DOJ can can uh, indict you on three federal charges, give you no jail time and then eh, throw back some drinks at the White House with your daddy a few days later. This is this is this is them not even trying to hide The corruption. They're not even trying to hide what a uh, what a uh, what this Washington swamp is all about. The swamp is that. That is the swamp. The son of the president breaking the law, getting away without any kind of repercussions, and then hanging out with the dude who is who is uh, you know chilling with him um, at the state dinner. I mean, that's what Washington is all about. That's where that's where we are today in society. And then Joe Biden rolls in. And says, hey, guys, you're late. While you were gone, <laughs> I, I sold a bunch of state secrets, which is funny because that's exactly what he's being accused of by the House of Representatives. I guess he thinks he could just laugh it up. You know, it reminds me of a, I had a friend in college. His name was Armando. And Armando always told me, you know, you should always just tell people the truth because nine times out of 10, they don't believe it. And he, he was a, he was a good looking Portuguese guy and all the girls loved him. So he got a lot of girls, but he had a girlfriend. And I remember one day he was, we were at the fraternity house and he was, he'd hooked up with some girl that was not his girlfriend and he was laying in bed and this girl's next to him and the phone rang and it was his actual girlfriend. And I remember I could, I overheard the conversation because uh, he said something along like she, he said like, Hey, what's up? And she goes, where are you right now? And he goes, Oh, I'm. Just you know, lying in bed next to some girl that I hooked up with last night. Totally honest answer, but you know what she thought? She thought he was kidding. And he she went, "Oh, you're such a you're so silly, stop it. When are you picking me up for lunch?" And he was like, "I don't know, noon." She's like, "Yeah, meet me at noon. Bye, I love you." And he goes, "I just told I told the truth." He said, "I can't be con- I can't be accused of not telling the truth cuz she asked me what I was doing and I said I'm laying in bed next to some girl that I hooked up with last night. And it's true. And maybe that's what Joe Biden's doing here. Maybe Joe Biden's now just taking the Armando tact and saying, hey guys, while you were out of the room, I sold a bunch of state secrets and we talked about some really important stuff. So now then, you know, five years later, when we realized that's exactly what it is, like I told you, you can't, can't get me for obstruction. Can't get me for, for a cover up. I didn't cover anything up. I told you exactly what was going on in there. It's not my fault. You didn't believe me. Anyway, that's... Um uh, that's maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe he's just an idiot. ok. so I am uh, preparing now for the K show, which happens at noon Eastern Eleven Central. Thanks again for the reviews. You are loved. I appreciate it. Send more reviews because every Tuesday is reviews day, and we'll read the reviews here on the air. Also, don't forget to pick up your pre-order pre-order, rather, your Don or, Ron Don or Ron Coin. This is our very first collectible coming out of the newly founded Catriot Mint. And it's going to be the first of many, but for no other reason than this is the first coin we've ever created, it will be historic. It, you can always say, I got the very first coin coming out of the Catriot Mint. And it's, it's a uh, primary coin for 2024. Donald Trump on one side, Ron DeSantis on the other. You flip it to decide who you're going to vote for. Oh, and by the way, after the initial coin purchase, after you put it in your, sec- your, um, your cart and you secure your purchase, there is a, a special offer which I've heard, I don't want to spoil it for you, but which I've heard from a lot of people, they're even more excited about than the Don or Ron coin itself. So uh, go to donoroncoin.com right now and pick yours up. Thank you again for listening to this podcast and sharing it. Like I said, we are on the move, man. We are moving on up. And a lot of it is because of what you do. A lot of it is because you guys listen every single day and you share this with your friends and family. And we sure do appreciate that. Um, Thank you. So if you don't subscribe yet, definitely do. Hit that subscribe button. Because every single day we're going to come here, we're going to tell you about how Kamala Harris is the least popular vice president, how Joe Biden is selling state secrets and making a mockery of Washington and letting you know, yes, there's a deep state and he's a part of it. And we're going to tell you as we get closer and closer to election time, what you need to do, how you can get out there, how you can help, how we can defeat the lunatic left and how we can all save the Republic.